All right, readers, we are on chapter 26. This is called Stalling. I run into the bathroom and hide in the stall at the end. I stand pressing myself up against the wall, embarrassed and humiliated and never wanting to go back. The door opens and someone comes in. You okay? Keisha asks. No, I'm not. You won an award. Who in the world runs from an award? I think you'd, I think you'd be happy. I didn't. I didn't win for real. What are you talking about? She asks. Of course you did. I was there. No, trust me. I didn't. He just, he's just trying to be nice. Why don't you come out of there? You don't understand. Just go away. You're right, Allie. I don't understand. I don't know why you're mad about an award. I feel so much worse than just mad. Look, I say, when you get on your bike, don't you expect it to hold you up? not fall apart when you pedal? Yeah, so what? Imagine if every single time you got on your bike, you had to worry that the wheels would come off. And every time you ride, they do. But you still have to ride every day. And then you have to watch everyone watch you as the bike goes to pieces underneath you, with everyone thinking that it's your fault and you're the worst bike rider in the world. Why in the world are you talking about bikes and wheels coming off? My brain, I say, leaning my forehead against the cold wall. My brain will never do what I want it to do. Come on, it's not like your brain is broken. So you're not the best speller. So what? Your brain seems fine to me. You don't understand what it's like to be different than everyone else. Wait, have you noticed how different I look than everyone else in our class? It's not the same. Look, you're my friend, the best friend I have here. If you want to say things like that and make it hard to be your friend, then, well, I'll just wait for you to come to your senses. Oh, you're talking like a fool saying I don't understand what it's like to be different. But the thing is, I'm only different to the people who see with the wrong eyes. And I don't care what people like that think. I laugh a little. Albert says that the problem is that white people don't have enough mel melanin. He says that's the thing that makes human skin darker. Well, that boy is bonkers, but he is a smart one. She sounds happy. Now come on out. I lean against the wall for a minute more because it's easier to say my next thing without seeing anyone. It comes from a place so deep inside. It's like it's coming out of the ground. I just, I just want to fit in for once. I mean, I really do. Just to be the same as everyone else. Keisha doesn't answer for a while. Look. You don't fit in. I don't fit in. Albert doesn't fit in either. Who says who fits in? Anyway, people like Shay? That girl is just mean. Who cares what she thinks? The stall door is still closed, but I smile as I imagine Keisha's expression. I'm lucky to have her. Come on, Allie. Who wants to fit in with people like Shay and her worse-than-awful friends? Thankfully, we'll never fit in with people like that. Keisha laughs again. One thing's for sure, we're not gonna fit in, but we're gonna stand out, all three of us. You wait and see. You're going to be a famous artist and Albert is going to cure cancer or invent talking fish or something. Talking fish? What would they say? Please don't fry me. I push the door open and her face is just like I imagined. And you're going to have a big baking business, right? Maybe in my spare time, I'm also going to rule the world. I laugh, then swallow hard. Thanks for being my friend, Keisha. Don't go thanking me for that. Thank me for this. 
I'm going to go tell Shay she has a spot on the back of her fancy riding jacket so we can watch her try to look. Then we can eat that ice cream that you want. Chapter 27. Keisha's great. I love her. Half-baked afternoon. Keisha invites Albert and me over to her house for a surprise. When I arrive, Albert is already there and Keisha is wearing a baker's hat and apron. So, when do we eat? Albert asks. No free ride here, Albert. We have to cook first, Keisha says, putting a cookbook on the table. Albert seems disappointed. You'll be able to eat, don't worry. And in the meantime, think of this as a science experiment. So it's two of your most favorite things, Albert. I am pretty happy until she opens the cookbook and slides it over to me. You're in charge. Of what? The recipe, what do you think? What, is she kidding? And Albert, and Albert, you can be in charge of rolling the dough. Going to try cookie dough today to see if the letters cook at a similar rate to cake. I'm freaking out over having to be in charge of the book. I'd rather be in charge of teaching cats to play hockey. And my mind spins into that mind movie. When I start laughing, Keisha asks me that what am I what I'm doing? I have to shrug. Push the picture of a goalie cat with skates and a mouth guard out of my head. Allie, Keisha pokes me. Yeah. I ask, what's the first thing? Albert appears next to me. I'd rather do the book. You want to trade, Allie? You can roll out the dough. Sure, Albert. If that's what you'd rather do, I don't mind switching. Albert begins reading the ingredients while I roll out the cookie dough. It's sticky and hard to roll. Keisha points to a package of flour. Hey, sprinkle some of that on. I managed to get the dough rolled out, but I have my doubts about all of this. I look at the alphabet cookie cutters she uses to make letters. What do you want me to spell? Well, the letters are kind of big for cupcakes, so it can only be three-letter words. Spell whatever you want. I spell cow because it's the first word I think of. Then we stand the letters up in the bottom of each cupcake mold and cover them with batter. Once Keisha slides the first batch into the oven, Albert asks, Can I have some milk? Keisha shrugs. Sure, she says, taking a glass and filling it. Albert gulps it all down and asks, may I possibly have some more? We switch to water at home. I really miss milk. She hands him the gallon. Help yourself. He sits with the milk and wraps his arm around it like he's protecting it. I laugh. You're not getting that back, Keisha. I hope you know. I have a question, Albert says after licking the milk from his lips. If you spill cow inside a cupcake, can a vegetarian eat it? Boy, Keisha says, you really take everything seriously, don't you? Hey, I turn to the oven. Is it supposed to be smoking like that? Keisha pulls on a mitt. When she opens the door, smoke fills the kitchen. The cupcakes have oozed all over the tops of the pans and fallen on the bottom of the oven. It's a mess. She groans. Oh, man. You should wait until the oven cools before you wipe it, Albert says. Keisha turns to him. Yeah, thanks, Albert. You're welcome, he says, and she rolls her eyes. She's disappointed that cookie dough will not work for letters. She and Albert figure out that the cookie dough expanded more than we thought it would, and that's why it made such a mess. But I just keep thinking that whenever I write something, it turns into a big mess. That's the end of our read aloud for today. Short and sweet like a cookie and a cupcake.